0: Thank you for tuning in to The Soul Trap. My name is Joel Tillis, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. As close as we are to Christmas, I had intended on uh, bringing something along the Christmas lines, maybe uh, Christmas myths or Christmas traditions that might not be true, something kind of quaint, something at least uh, maybe food for thought and peaceable to send us out into the Christmas holiday time. But this issue with North Korea and Sony... And the movie that was going to be released and now has been pulled, The Interview, is so strange, so odd, and I I think ultimately so dangerous, that I, I cannot help but take the time to address it. Sony Pictures, in a statement that was released Wednesday, said that they had decided not to move forward with the planned December 25th release of The Interview, amid terror threats. They said that in light of the decision by the majority of our exhibitors not to show the film, the interview, we have decided not to move forward with the planned December 25th release. Sony later said in a statement, we respect and understand our partner's decision and of course completely share their paramount interest in the safety of employees and theater goers. The decision comes on the heels of a terrorism threat made by a group of hackers that recently executed a devastating cyber attack against Sony. The top five theater chains in the nation announced in the prior 24 hours that they would not show the controversial film. The Wall Street Journal had reported Tuesday evening that Sony Pictures had let the theater operators decide whether or not they wanted to screen the film. As it stands right now, the film has been pulled, and there are no intentions of DVD releases or going forward, and not only have has that film been pulled, but other films appear to be being pulled, such as Team America and possibly others. Now this might, not, this might just seem like a little blip on the news radar screen, and I've even had some friends and some people tell me that there are bigger issues than standing up for some crappy R-rated movie that... Uh, Sony can't get released because some terrorists are upset at them, and there are bigger things going on in the world that we should be worried about. But I'll be honest with you, I can't help but think that there is something far deeper going on here, something far more sinister going on, more so than we are led to believe. And this issue has, I believe, the potential for tectonic-like consequences In our country, in our society, sometimes the littlest things get ignored and they become really the biggest thing. Now, I recall in 2012, we went through something a little bit similar to this. Not exactly, but a little bit similar. In 2012, we were all assured and even bludgeoned into believing that a YouTube movie made about the Prophet Muhammad was to blame for the Benghazi attacks and four of our American people, servicemen, dying without any help, uh, without any backup, dying a very grievous death. It wasn't the government. Uh, It wasn't even the terrorists themselves. They were prompted into it by a YouTube video. Now, of course, after research, After a little bit of news media releases, we've come to see that the movie had nothing to do with it. In fact, it appears that it was an arms trade or a buyback of some sort that was taken advantage of by terrorists. I still don't know that we actually know the whole truth about what happened in Benghazi and in that situation. And to be quite frank with you, I don't think that we're getting the whole truth about this issue with Sony Pictures and the terrorist threat and this movie The Interview. But, here we are again. It's a movie's fault. Sony Pictures stated, quote, Sony Pictures has been the victim of an unprecedented criminal assault against our employees, our customers, and our business. Sony said in their Wednesday afternoon statement, quote, Those who attacked us stole our intellectual property, private emails, and sensitive and proprietary material, and sought to destroy our spirit and morale all apparently to thwart the release of a movie they did not like now catch that last line what was it in 2012 that prompted the attack it was a youtube video about muhammad i mean hillary clinton said it ambassador rice said it president uh, barack obama said it but it became not it, it became evidently clear that that was not true that was a lie and now we have almost verbatim the same similar kind of a language. Why was this terrorist threat launched against uh, Sony Pictures? Quote, all apparently to thwart the release of a movie they did not like. Okay, so here's what we're to believe. Out of the clear blue, Out of the clear blue, North Korea has decided that a B-level movie at best is worth International intervention and in terrorism. Now, they didn't mind other movies that had depicted them in bad lights. Olympus Has Fallen, not a problem. Red Dawn, not a problem. Team America, not a problem. Uh, I'm thinking of the James Bond movie. I think it's Die Another Day or one of those. Not a problem. These movies were all acceptable. But what we're being asked to believe, what we're being told is that this movie was so bad, so egregious, so offensive to the government of North Korea that they risk an international incident and that they either act directly or through a surrogate in a terroristic fashion. Now that just does not make sense to me. It just does not jive. But beyond that, the question that I have is where is the real outcry? Where is the outcry and the backbone of those, and I am referencing Hollywood here, who claim to be at the tip of the spear when it comes to freedom of speech? Sony actually had the gall to say, quote, We are deeply saddened at this brazen effort to suppress the distribution of a movie, and in the process do damage to our company, our employees, and the American public. We stand by our filmmakers and their right to free expression, and are extremely disappointed by this outcome. Well, no. No, you apparently do not stand by them. You cave and cower and throw them under the bus. I mean, these are the people that fight at every turn. At every step. To push the limits of free speech when it comes to morality, decency in our own country. I mean, anything goes. Uh, you want us to do some of the vilest movies. Freedom of speech. Some of the most awful uh, themes and some of the most awful storylines and some of the most awful pictures that could be presented to the human consciousness, they will stand and fight left and right. Say what you want to say about Christ. Say what you want to say about Jesus. Say what you want to say about Christians. Say what you want to say about anything. Do anything. I mean, the, the limit of vulgarity and grossness and vileness in Hollywood it has not, the depth has not been plumbed as how bad they can get. And yet they fight, they fight, and are willing to stand up anywhere at any time for freedom of speech, except in this case. Now North Korea threatens, they pull a movie? Now there is the threat, and other movies are being pulled? We are literally, in our country, if we're to believe what we're being told, by our news media, and by our government. We are literally, in our country today, not able to see a movie because a foreign country, either directly or through a a, a vicarious group, is telling us that they don't like the movie, and if we show it, attacks against our country are sure to follow. Hello? Hello? Am I the only one that thinks this is absolutely surreal? That we have crossed over into some weird, strange twilight zone from which we are not able to extricate ourselves. I really do believe that this, this particular thing has some big issues. It may look like a little blip on the radar screen. But if what we're being told is true, it has massive, massive consequences. If what we're told is not true, it equally has massive consequences. So here are a few pointers to ponder. Here are a few thoughts that I think we need to think. And I'm I'm not so much presenting this as a as an encapsulated, completed idea, but I'm putting some thoughts out there for you to think about, for you to ponder, for you to wrestle with. Number one, do we really believe that we're being told the truth? Now I'm gonna tell you, I don't enjoy being a conspiracy theorist if that's what you want to call me. I don't like the fact that I have to distrust my government. I wish that I could trust the leaders. I wish that I could trust the workings of our bureaucracy. I wish that I could trust the workings of our court system. But I'm gonna and, and, and let me tell you that's the way I've been brought up. That's the way I've been brought up. I wasn't brought up to distrust our government, to despise its leaders. I wasn't brought up that way. I want to bring my own children up by saying, hey, you can be proud of your country. You can trust the political and the judicial system, the economic system of your country. I want my children and my grandchildren to have a nation of laws and systems and truth and honor and justice. I don't want to not believe the government. I don't want to not believe what I'm being told. But I don't. At every single turn, we are being lied to. At every single turn, we are being manipulated. At every single turn, it seems one lie upon another lie has compounded to the point that it is right and proper, I believe, for us to ask ourselves, do we actually believe what we're being told? You see, something just does not make sense. I really think we need to check out alternative, honest media outlets and start taking personal responsibility for educating ourselves. We can't just keep gobbling up the lies and, and, and the manipulation and the Potemkin sort of a setup that they're giving to us. I got news for you governments lie, corporations lie, Hollywood lies. Religion, lies, these are not personal opinions, these are facts borne out in history right up to the very current day in which you and I are living. It is more than legitimate, I would even say it is responsible, it is incumbent upon us to ask, is this the real story? Is this even really North Korea? Is this really even a cyber terrorist attack by North Korea? I've got three different news articles here in front of me. One says, quote, U.S. officials have reportedly linked a massive cyber attack against Sony to North Korea, which is at the center of the Seth Rogen, James Franco comedy. Another article says, the FBI is investigating the identity of the hackers, but suspicion has centered on North Korea, which previously issued warnings over, quote, the interview, the movie. Another article says, The hackers that executed the devastating attack on Sony were acting on orders from North Korean leaders, according to U.S. investigators. CNN and NBC both reported Wednesday evening that a U.S. quote assessment concluded the communist country was responsible for the cyber attack. According to CNN, U.S. officials may announce as soon as tomorrow that North Korea ordered the attack. U.S. officials believe, however, that while the orders originated from North Korea, the actual hacking did not take place inside the communist country. Everybody's saying that it's North Korea. Anymore in which we live, in the upside-down world in which we live, if everybody's saying that it's North Korea, um, chances are it's not. I mean, everybody said that... uh, Well, I hate to bring this one up, but everybody said that uh, there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. We haven't found them in Iraq. We haven't found them in Afghanistan. We haven't found them in Libya. We haven't found them in Syria. We hadn't found them. I know, I know. Everybody has their own opinion about that. But everybody told us we would be able to go in and set up democracy in these countries in Iraq and Afghanistan. It hasn't happened. Everybody told us that uh, Russia would never mess with Ukraine. That that happened. I mean, over and over and over, we're told these party lines, these Bernays-like uh, half-truths that we're supposed to believe. I, I'm just telling you, I don't buy it. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I just don't buy it. Something reeks about this whole thing. Are we being told the truth? Uh, We have to seek out alternative information. We have to take personal responsibility, but I'm going to take it a step further. We should take that information and we should be presenting it to others. I think each and every one of us ought to be citizen journalists, not, not opinion makers, we're not trying to convince people to see things our way. But I believe we have a responsibility to our fellow citizens to present the truth so that they can see it. What they do or do not do with it, that's their business. But I believe we need to take uh, advantage of the social media that we have. We need to take advantage of the technological power that we have. And we need to begin to put out alternative sources of information in palatable, bite-sized common man sort of way, so that we don't continually buy in to the party line and continually get lied to. My second point to ponder is this. We're too flippant about these things very often because we see these kind of issues as out there and not really having direct bearing on our day-to-day lives. Look, you're driving to work. You're coming home from work. You're tired. You're worn out. You've got bills to pay. Kids to raise, lawns to mow, things to do. You don't have time to worry about a squabble between Sony, the U.S. government, Korea, all those kind of things. It just doesn't mean a whole lot to you. You're still going to get to go to the movies this weekend. You're still going to get to live your life. And so there's this tendency for us to become very flippant and to take something like this and to to ratchet it down a notch or two on our priority list. You sit there and you go, well, look, that, that doesn't affect me. That's out there. Well, you might be right. Now. But the time is coming when these kind of things, if left unchecked, will affect you. I mean, look at it from a Christian perspective. At what point will the Christian perspective come under terrorist assault? At what point will Kirk Cameron's movies, whether you like them or not, at what point will they get pulled? Because a terrorist group doesn't like the movie being played. Uh, What if somebody did a documentary about the massive human rights uh, violence that has taken place in North Korea? What if somebody did a documentary or a movie about Christians that have suffered in North Korea? Are we now going to pull that from the movie theater? What other movies are now subject to the whim of another nation, another state, or a terrorist group? You see, sometimes we tend to think of these kind of issues as secondary. But I think something like this has far-reaching consequences. A third point of thought is this. We have been in the age of a cyber war. A technological battle. Now, I think most people, including me, are far behind in realizing that. And maybe realizing the full consequences and weight of these things. The ability to bring a country to its knees, not by gun or sword or bomb, but through the click of a mouse, is, is astounding. I find it to be a cosmic twist of irony, maybe I should say a divine twist of irony, that as we have become far greater in technology, we have become far weaker in our personal and national defense. I do believe that people need to begin seriously to take measures to prepare themselves for the possibility that the God of technology may one day let them down. Now That's one of the great gods in our country that we have been worshiping for years, but that is a God that cannot fulfill its promises, and you better start preparing for the day when banks and Walmarts and instant gratification may not always be readily available as it is now. Another point to ponder is this. We need to ask, what is so frightening to Hollywood that they would throw away $40 million in the first weekend alone of this movie? Now, I believe, if my numbers are right, that the movie was a fairly low-budget movie, somewhere in the range of 30 to $40 million to make. Hollywood intended to get back 40 million in the first weekend. They would have made even more money on the DVD releases and there is a huge Seth Roland and Franco uh, uh, following cult following. They would have continued to make money down not only that once it was put out on TV. I mean the possibilities for money were just just there. There must be something so damning. So grossly indicting that it is worth any price, any sacrifice to keep from being hacked further and risking exposure. So the question becomes, what could that be? What is so devastating? What is so dangerous and devastating that Sony and others don't want to be hacked, don't want to go through the risk of some of these things? Is it political in nature? Will we find that these large movie companies are far more political, far more uh, manipulative than we realize? Is it racial? Is it a cult? Is it financial? Is it sexual? Is it all of the above? I mean, Hollywood as a whole now, seems to be running scared. They're even pulling the, the movie that's been out for years, Team America. Now, that's a scared beyond all reason. Movie theaters, fearful of terrorist threat? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't for one second believe it is a fear for our safety that the movie, at the movie theaters due to terrorist violence. I don't believe that played a role in anything. But let's play devil's advocate. Let's say that they were indeed that scared. Then maybe that is the biggest scandal of the last decade. Could it be that we are so infiltrated with terrorists? Could it be that we are so dry and dead rot on the inside, and they know this, that the threat of terroristic violence is not vain? We have no way to defend ourselves in the interior. We have no way to stop a terrorist threat. And for all of our breaches of the Bill of Rights, for all of our eviscerating of the Constitution, for all of the, the Patriot Acts and the warrantless wiretapping and all of the things that we've done, we're no safer today. In fact, we're less safe today than we were 12 years ago. We're less safe today than we were five years ago. Do they know something that we don't know? Is that the great scandal of the decade, that we are not anywhere near as safe as we think that we are? Has 14 years of war produced nothing but a less safe country? I'd say that's pretty big. Maybe that's the big thing. I don't know. I tend to think that there's something more sinister. But again, I don't know what. But someone or something behind these movie mogul corporations do not want to be exposed. That is the real story. There is something so damning, so sinister, so indicting, that they will do anything they have to do to keep from anything else coming out or being exposed in any other way. I think that's the thread that needs to be pulled on. My last thought to ponder is this. Defend free speech. If we lose free speech, we lose all. The right to think. The right to speak. The right to feel. The right to disagree. The right to be satirical. The right to be irreverent. The right to speak out. The right to say no when everyone says yes. To say yes when everyone says no. The right to believe. That is the greatest right that we have. And we must defend it not only with our life, but with the way that we live. I believe in Judeo-Christian ethics. And there are certain things that go on in this country that, that I cannot agree with. I find them to be repugnant, often sinful, many times wicked. But those repugnant and wicked and and sinful people, they have the right of free speech. I cannot be selective. It galls me that I have to defend Hollywood. It galls me. I think the movie's cheap. I think the movie's garbage. I think the movie, the interviewers probably got foul language in it, sexual innuendos at best. I don't want to defend that movie, but I defend their right to make that movie. And may I say to you that the right for them to make that movie is worth dying for. Because if we do not defend their right, when they come to our doorstep, there will be no one to defend our right. If ever there was a 1984 big brother globalist weird kind of a garbage thing, I don't know what else fits the bill than this story. Something wicked this way comes. We better open our eyes and start thinking. We better start thinking. We're going to find ourselves swallowed up one day, losing all of our freedoms, and it won't be something like we think in the movies. They have so honed down taking away our freedom that they'll let you stand in the Walmart line and you'll think you're as free as you can possibly be, but you're not. You and I are slaves if we refuse to think. If we refuse to think and if we refuse to speak, we will find ourselves enslaved.